Hello and welcome to the C-Word special of the Studio Cellar. I am here with Dave Dev and Devin Fahey of 13 Folds. Studio Cellar. And a merry C-word to you, Tom. <laughs> what did you almost call me? Did okay. you almost call me the C-word? I almost called you the C-word. sick fuck. I know. Happy Festivus. We've got Dave and Devin here from 13's Fold. 13 Folds. I'm just going to trip over everything <laughs> I fucking go to say. And usually you're the one tripping over your words. Uh, it happens every so often. Every so often. So what's going on, guys? Not much. Thanks Welcome. for having us. Welcome to the studio cellar. What do you, what do you guys want to talk about? Weed? Yeah, we could do weed for a change. We, we, could, we could talk a little bit about weed. I mean, there's always something happening on the weed front. But you, yeah. you know what? You throw it all out at us tonight. We're ready. Yeah? Ready? We're ready. You guys prepped? Prepped and ready. Did you guys, like, throw questions at each other on the way over here? <laughs> something no, like that. I think we were... I, I was sleeping in the back seat, so... I think I was just swearing at him. So, yeah, that's a good... That's, oh, you guys are prepped? You guys <laughs> yeah. are ready for this. <laughs> that's all right, how we well, do all our research for 13 <laughs> Folds. Well, I mean, uh, I guess want to start off just uh, I- introducing yourself, what you kind of do for the, you know, 13 Folds. and. Well, I started 13 Folds back in 2013, January 2013, kind of like a joke, I guess, just a, just a side project that I had a friend up in Maine who is a caregiver, and he wanted to do a cool magazine and so he came to me because I am a graphic designer and, and I do a lot of magazines for local companies and stuff already. So I kind of had the experience. So I said, sure, let's do something. And we did the first one, um, like I said, just kind of see what happened. And everybody loved it. Um, my friend after that wanted to, you know, just decided to go do his own thing. Didn't really want to get into the magazine thing. But I had already started it at that point in since everybody liked it so much, I was like, well, let's keep going with it and just keep see where it goes. It, yeah. So, yeah, we've been at it for just about two years now and uh, going strong, building up steam, and it's all grassroots, uh, word of mouth. We don't advertise or anything. We just go kiss kiss babies, shake hands, and <laughs> hand out magazines and put on shows all around town, and, and you know, we're s- spreading like wildfire. Nice. Devin, how do, how do you come into the picture? Uh, I came in in April of this year um, just to help out with events, uh, writing, organizing, most, mostly organizing in all aspects mostly. of the magazine. <laughs> we won't get into Devin's writing. She's an ex- excellent writer, but it takes like a, a whip, a, a whip behind yeah. her 24-7 to get her to actually produce. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that mostly uh, working the events. Um some contributions and the radio show that we do as well. Yeah, Devin was actually very integral to the Hemp Fest that we did this year. Uh, we threw Providence's first Hemp Fest. And without having someone like a Devin in the background running things and doing all the management and, you know, all the business stuff, I'm more an idea guy and yeah. try to, you know, I'm busy doing content and design stuff all the time. So to have Devin being able to work out all the specifics on these events is a huge help for me. Well, what would you say, I mean, that was obviously probably a really big event. Was that your biggest event? Yeah, that I think that was our biggest event. It was definitely, um, it was our most ambitious. I think we put it together in two months. And for Hemp Fest to be put together in two months, we had 13 bands. We had uh, six DJs. We had a beer tasting, um, EDM party. I mean, it was, it, we had anything, you know, vendors, you think of it. There was something to do there for anybody who wanted to come. And to figure that we put it all together in two months was quite an accomplishment. So we're going to start a little earlier this year, I think. And, mm-hmm. uh, bigger, better. Yeah, <laughs> do bigger, better. I don't know about bigger, but it'll definitely be more organized. <laughs> well, so you guys have mentioned magazine, radio show, events. So describe what, what it is. What is this entity that we're talking about? Well, 13 Folds is an entity is really about creating entertainment for the cannabis community. And really, when you think about High Times and all the other cannabis-related um, products and, and media that are out there right now, they really associate with the, with the counterculture. 
And we wanted to, you know, we've never wanted to really associate ourselves as that. We wanted to kind of speak up as, hey, you know, there's a lot more yeah. than just a cannabis counterculture. Shine a light I, on it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're we're part of the real culture. We're not just a counterculture, but we're the people that are serving you coffee, that are, that are, you know, working in your shops, that run shops. I mean, I got lawyers, uh, doctors politicians, all kinds of people that come in and check out our events, check out the magazines. And these are professionals in the community. And uh, I mean, to this point in time, they, it's kind of like, it's kind of like being Jewish in World War II, Nazi Germany. You know, they're hiding and they don't, they're, they don't want to come out. They don't want yeah. people to know that they smoke marijuana. And we're trying to break that stigma. It's the work of the devil. <laughs> We're basically bringing people out of the closet. <laughs> There's an avenue for that. Now, what would you call that for someone who needs to come out and admit that they smoke marijuana? I mean, it wouldn't be coming out of the closet. There's got to be something better than that phrase. Let's let's put on a creative caps. Let's think of something. Yeah, we'll uh, think of something sorry. for that. <laughs> that's all, that, Dave. Where's that, Mike going? That'll to be our Krampus, <laughs> our Krampus special for for the week. <laughs> hmm. I got nothing. I was asking you guys. Yeah, I'm not, you know what? Whatever. I, 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 <laughs> we've we've never we've never actually thought of a name uh, or word for that. But yeah, we'll have to get Mike Liberty in on that. He's our wordsmith. Yeah, he's oh, the wordsmith. Word <laughs> Expert copy. <laughs> yeah, he's brilliant. So you, you're obviously you're trying to shine light on you know the the everyday Joe who you know lights up whatever. But so as far as content, I know you do like musician spots and things like that. Like what? What kinds of featured articles would you well, find? Well, I think in the I'd say our, our our most featured article is we do thirteen questions with thirteen folds for each issue, and we try to focus on a music act. and And I'd like to stay very involved with the music scene and the art scene, especially the local one. I mean, here in Rhode Island and Mass, we have a lot of great talent. Um, like I said, musical, artistically. You th we got people that are a real good film scene here. I mean, we're we're producing a lot of great stuff up here in in New England, and I like to stay very involved with that. But at the same time, we're also trying to spread awareness to what's going on around the world. I mean, we talk mm -hmm. politics, we talk gun control, um, we talk you know foreign foreign diplomacy, and you know we're we're all over the place. We like to con consider ourselves a news resource for people that that are fed up with mainstream media. You know, we're an mm -hmm. alternative media outlet for, you know, for the cannabis community, really. You know, you don't have to look to Fox News to get, you know, to get your information. You can check out 13 Folds and get it in layman's terms. Yeah. You know, unbiased. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to imagine someone who would watch Fox News picking up our magazine. Like, what, <laughs> what is this? What their reaction what is would this be? Filth? <laughs> Devils. Uh, I'm going to ask a potentially stupid question. That's all right. Uh, Thirteen folds. How did? How did? What? How, where did that name come from? Um. Well, we wanted to. We really wanted to focus on New England, being you know, show that we're New England grassroots. Um. So we started thinking of thirteen colonies. Oh, okay. And. It's traditional that, you know, for fallen soldiers and stuff, that the flag, the American flag, be folded 13 times. And it's kind of our tribute to the soldiers that, you know, overseas fighting our wars. And, um, and then, actually, the magazine itself has 13 folds in it. It's a 52-page magazine, so it's got to be folded 13 times. So there's... <laughs> There, those are nice. I didn't even know that. So there, you know, I thought we tied it all together, and we started in 2013. You know, we came out January 13th, and it was just the number 13 just hit us. And number it's got, 13, the lucky number. It's got mm -hmm. a lot of different meanings, and and it all fits what we're trying to do. So we stuck with it. Our next show too is on a Friday the 13th, so we're kind of oh, nice. trying to continue the theme. Nice. So, oh, I just blanked. Tom, what do you got? Uh, Tom, let's go, Tom. Tom all right. Tom, will, will you ask them something. You, I got it. All right, I got this. So how'd you guys meet? Uh, classified. Yeah. Classified. Classifieds. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> it's oh, not it's, classified. It's, not cla it's classified <laughs> ads. Oh, okay. Yeah, all like, right. like Craigslist. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I met yeah. my boss through Craigslist. I was selling myself, and uh, 
And I can't, it was like that song Roxanne, where I was like, Dave, you don't need to be doing this. <laughs> I was like, it could be so much better. Cra- Craigslist is not the place to uh, to try to sell yourself. Nope. No. Craigslist is the place to do anything. Unless you're <laughs> selling yourself as a prostitute. Well, that's, bought, that was I've it. I've bought some but... good furniture off Craigslist. I don't know. I've gotten, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've gotten my my mixing desk in there. I got off Craigslist. It was the best deal I ever got. I got There's always a sketchy tension, though, when you're meeting up with someone. You're like, this could go really bad. <laughs> you always bring but a friend. it might not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It'll probably not, but that'll be the time it does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so you we we met at a Renaissance fair, and you know, she was dressed up like a I thought like it was a in a peasant. job lot parking lot. Was it the second time? That was the it Renaissance, was Renaissance fair, fair in the, at job, the lot. job lot parking lot. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Low-key, you know. <laughs> More like but, a LARP fest. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> no, we've actually, I've known Devin's family for a long time. Um, when we first released the magazine, they came and checked out the magazine, and, and Devin was with them. So she's kind of been aware of everything that's going on since the beginning. And then just the, over time of me, you know, heckling her and, and constant nagging and, and, and constantly <laughs> nagging her. You know, it, it took a year, but I got an article out of her. And, oh, nice. Nice. This is a good one. You know, hopefully next year we'll get another one. Maybe two because you have more time to work on it. You know, I'm already but, thinking um, about it now. <laughs> but yeah, so so really, that's basically how everyone has gotten involved with the magazine. It's all friends, um, it, real close friends, people that I've worked with in the past and in different shows and, and different artists, and everybody just kind of contributing where they can. It's never the same crew each issue, mm. but there's always contributors that come back and and nice. add to it so so you know we're gradually building it there but you know we we get approached by a lot of students that are interested in writing and i'd say one out of every 20 of them actually contribute something mm. <laughs> students i want to be a writer Damn kids <laughs> um how often do you put issues out um we're doing it quarterly quarterly and do you plan on making it yeah more frequent at any point or are you going to keep it I think at that cadence? Or? It was I, more frequent, wasn't it, it? Well, in the past? We started that first issue, uh, our first year we did five issues. It's always been quarterly, but we did that first one just as a, you know, prelim, see, see what was going to happen. So, but it, it's been quarterly and sometimes, you know, the quarter doesn't, it, like this year we have our February 13th release. And then 420 is right around the corner. So, I mean, so, sometimes it's not always three months between issues, but... Thereabouts. Know, you know, sometimes you get four months. I don't know. It depends on how much smoking we do during research. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, what other kinds of, uh, like, media packages are you guys planning on releasing through, like, the website or, or anything like that? Um, any, like, video or any sort of things like that going on? Um We've been kicking around video content. Yeah, we've been. We're actually going to start working more hand in hand with Motif, and and start working a lot with their. um, They have a good studio set up in their offices, and they have a YouTube channel that they like us to get involved with. So, I think we'll start doing more video. I mean, of course, we do the weekly radio show. Everything's on the website. I mean, if you go on our website, you can check out the radio shows. You can see all of our past issues of the magazine. Uh, 13folds.com and that's always been our Achilles heel is getting the website I mean it's harder to get people to to work on websites than it is to get college students to write so (laughs) seriously (laughs) websites are tough it's a hassle but uh, our website came out really nice yeah and and it did it involved me having to get involved with doing it too so it's like it's just like everything else Um, you know if you can find right people to work with you then, then you can get something accomplished. But it's a, it, this whole 13-folds conglomerate is just I have to have my fingers on the pulse of everything in order to keep it going. And, you know, yeah. that's kind of you got to find real dedicated people you when you're starting fires. out. Light those fires under those asses. Get people moving. So we're also going to start putting up blog content. Is that right? So more frequent well, content. In more frequent magazines. content is what we're trying to do in between in between magazines. Like we've always had this concept of making an email list, mm. and it seems simple. And we're at enough events to actually do it. But you know, we're not the type of people that that do a booth at an event. You know, we bring a bunch of magazines and we walk around and we meet people face to face and mm-hmm. talk to them and just hand out magazines. So we're never really in a position to to 
take contact information and stuff. So, totally. I mean, we've spoke about doing an email list over the past two years, but we've never actually got into doing it. So any of you college kids out there listening that don't want to write but would like to stand at a 13-folds booth, <laughs> you know, give us a, hit us up. <laughs> I'm sure you could find somebody to, to stand at the booth and compensate them with the – a little bit of the green. You would think. You would think. We, most of the people that help us out end up um, either passing out by the end of the night or, <laughs> or just not being able to hang after a couple of shows. Mm. Um, so what were you guys doing before 13 Folds that kind of led you to the situation? I know you said you were in graphic design and stuff, but uh, like, kind of what peaked the, uh, there? Um, well, I still consider – I mean, I still do graphic design. I do – um, I do magazines for like the Seekonk Speedway um, right. and, and different programs throughout, you know, throughout Rhode Island. And I, I've always done concert posters for a lot of the acts that come through Rhode Island. So and, and I still love doing that stuff. And I think that's the thing is the magazine was really never it, it really never came to us saying, hey, this is a good way for us to make money. Um most of the magazine comes out of pocket, and, and I mean everybody contributes. If you're involved with the magazine, you're not making money. You're <laughs> you're contributing in some way. You know, either either it's costing you, or or it's costing you a lot of time. But we all do what we do because we love doing it, and it's a vehicle for us to showcase all of our talents and all of our friends' talents. And, and I think that's really what got us into this. Like. Uh, Mike Liberty, you know, he comes all the way up from the Cape every week just to do the radio show. And the radio show is really his baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just a, I'm the color guy for the radio show. You know, he's the one who does all the research and comes up, you know, with the news topics and the content. I watch videos of, of He-Man and stuff and <laughs> practice my Skeletor voice and my Christopher Walken impressions and stuff like that. And like, you know. He does all the hard work. Um, <laughs> hey, walking's pretty hard. Sounds easy. <laughs> it's pretty hard to do. Yeah, I st- I, I'm horrible at it, actually, but I think that adds to the to the funniness. <laughs> That's the only requirement of a walking is it has to be bad. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, everybody who really everybody who's contributing to the magazine does it because they love what we're doing and they believe in the cause and they believe in in building the community. Um, and really, that's why we do it. There's there's no other ulterior motive other than we we believe in what we're doing and and we think we're good at it and we want to give other people the opportunity to to see it. Nice, uh, Devin. What about you? What were you doing before you got into into Thirteen Folds? Uh, let's see. Um, I went to school for I went to college for a semester and then I dropped out. Sweet for journalism. Nice. Um. Good yeah, they, all my professors pretty much were like, it's dying, why are you here? Oh, really? Don't That's depressing. It. Like, it's great, but your chances are really not that good. Um, With your writing schedule, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could never be a freelancer. But um, So I kind of had that background, uh, and then just, honestly, just being around Providence, um, going to shows, meeting bands, and all that stuff, and... Um, that's kind of where my background comes from, just knowing the city. Just being in the know? Yeah. Nice. The cannabis thing uh, is not something that I was previously interested in, um, but through doing the magazine I have become interested in it because it's not you – don't, you don't have to smoke weed to, to support the cause, which is something that we're kind of dealing with now, I think, as far as legalization goes. Um, but that's something that I thought was really interesting because I, I really don't – partake um but i have a lot of friends who do i know a lot of people who do um and i kind of wanted to jump behind that cause for that sake well i think once you get over the whole reefer madness Mm -hmm. um scare tactic that they've used on us for the past century yeah the propaganda (laughs) once you get past that and you can look at the facts behind why marijuana is illegal and why there is even a is a prohibition against cannabis yeah, uh, you get to see you get to see that there's a lot more at stake here than having the right to smoke cannabis. It's more about the you know the right to to your civil liberties to do what you want to do, as long as you're not endangering anybody or, or jeopardizing anybody else's you know freedoms and liberties. And and the cannabis 
topic is, is really a good gateway into that. And I, I think that's why we have so much success with the cannabis community because they're starting to realize, hey, you know, there's a lot more at stake here. And this is just our way of getting in the doors. But, you know, it, it's the government trying to dictate, you know, how you teach your children, how you live, um, how you make your choices. I mean, part of growing up is making mistakes. And, and by no means do we even, you know, you know, we don't promote drug use. You know, we, we make a lot of fun of it and, and, and we give a lot of the facts about it. But throughout the magazine... Uh, we constantly state that you shouldn't do drugs, you shouldn't do alcohol. Um, but if you're going to, you know, that's your right. You have the right to do that. And there's a lot more dangerous things out there you could be doing rather than smoking marijuana. Like drinking alcohol. Yeah. Well, like drinking alcohol. People like, are starting to learn. Drink up, guys. Taking take an aspirin. <laughs> hey, I'm on Mango Madness here. That's man. true. You're, you're <laughs> riding it clean. It says all natural. It must be true. <laughs> No, I mean, I've I've always wondered that. I mean, even growing up, it's like, why, why is everybody so against marijuana and everybody's, you know, as they're pounding back, you know, shots of whiskey and stuff when, you know, I mean, you shouldn't be operating a car if you're smoking weed. But no. But you're probably going to drive better than if you were drinking alcohol, exactly. to be honest. That's always been my kind of <laughs> case. But uh, you kind of segued into it for me. So what, what do you think about the state of cannabis and the legalization and where it's going to go. I mean, do you think it's heading in a, uh, a forward direction? I mean, yes. it is, yeah. but <laughs> it, like, how far is it going to go, do you think? I, I do think that we'll see legalization in the country for recreational use. Um, it, it's still maybe five to ten years down the road, but oh, I'd that's... Say, I think more. Full legalization? I, I think you're looking at it a lot, a lot sooner than what a lot of, a lot of people think. Um, Especially with what what just happened with you know with medical with medical marijuana, the government is saying we're not going to interfere in the states that are are legalizing medical use and so forth. Um, they didn't go forward with that same process on on recreational use, so you know we're still a ways away. But I think people are starting to come out and say, hey, you know, we don't have a problem with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Some people are being assholes. Like I don't know if you guys know about the uh, Attleboro's town law, no, where you cannot have or set you. This happened with uh, Nostalgica more than Attleboro because they sell pipes and stuff like that. You can't have. They're illegal to own, I guess, in what? Attleboro. Yeah, the town passed the law saying you cannot have. Was this, re- was this recent or was this? Um, is it just kind of know, I, I don't know about you, you didn't this. Know about this? I, I have no idea. It was within the year, I want to say. It might really? might have been. But yeah, there was a there was an mm. article in the paper about it. I'll try to dig it up afterwards. Well, and, and wait, see, that's now. I think you're right. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, there it, were uh, there were several counties in Massachusetts actually that voted just as a ballot topic, not even to vote on anything. That were asking like, would you support marijuana legalization being on the bill in 2016? Yeah. It will County be on the bill. Them, but yeah. It will be on the bill for 2016 in Massachusetts. Um, what do you What do you think about the um, in the Florida poll that just happened? It was uh, what, I forget what the hell it was. It was like 58 percent. Yeah, they had 58 yeah. percent. They needed 60 percent, which those, is ridiculous. But, yeah, for some reason. <laughs> I, yeah, go ahead. It, it in in fact, more people voted yes. To legalize medical marijuana in Florida, then voted for Scott, who won governor. Really? Yeah. Yep. So they cared more about you know whether they were going to smoke marijuana or not <laughs> than they did on who who ran their their state. So wow. I mean, Florida's a pretty fucked up place. You Tom know, and I have both yeah. lived there. Oh yeah, <laughs> Florida's out there. Yeah, yeah I did. Too, I did yeah. my time in. in you Florida. did your time. <laughs> yeah, I served my nickel in Florida. <laughs> I stand my my opinion that I think Florida should secede as often as Texas threatens to. I think. They oh my god! That. You could just, you, it'd be so easy. You just cut a canal. You know, oh, dude, that'd be Alabama great. Alabama shoreline would be brilliant. Oh, <laughs> that's you awesome. You sounded like Rob Duguay over here. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no, I have a couple of friends from Texas, and they always threaten like seceding. I'm like, they should start talking to Florida. Like, hey, you guys should <laughs> guys, really try together. this. Oh, you think the South is gonna rise? Again? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I feel like a lot of the southern states are the ones who are opposed to the legalization. Yes, they're 
typically very, very slow on all social matters. Uh, <laughs> the Bible Belt in particular. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> it's very difficult to get them to do anything that's not, you know, pro-gun or pro-Christianity or whatever the hell. Well, I'm amazed California <laughs> hasn't legalized it yet. I mean, they, I believe, have the earliest medical laws. Yeah. They do, you yeah, know, 97, from the, I think. Yeah, right around oh, 90. Wow. Yeah. Not, well, I, it may have been 97. I think it, yeah, but I think it, was, it was 97. It, either way, the 90s. And they still haven't been able to pass recreational use through there. So I think mm. they're also going to be – I think that's going to be on the ballot. Yeah, but they're on the ballot that. every two years. You know, they've been trying and trying in California and just they keep getting shot down. And it amazes me because they were kind of the pioneers of everything that we're doing. Totally. Yeah. Uh, you can get California to go and Florida to go. The rest of the state will fo- – or the rest of the country will follow. Except for Nebraska and Oklahoma. Yeah, they, and they're <laughs> suing Colorado. That? I right. saw that. Wait, what happened? Yeah. Nebraska and Oklahoma are suing Colorado over legalization because it contradicts federal law. They say that federal law is more powerful than state law and that they don't have the right to legalize, which fucking amazes me because it's like you have these like basically big government Republicans, which is the complete opposite of what the Republican Party is about. They're about small government and you know state laws and... All this stuff, and they're basically intruding on Colorado's right to vote for the like the individual vote there was basically negated by them suing. But I think that's actually going to push the federal government to take a stance on it because mm. at that point they have to. Yeah, they can't say, "Well, we're just not going to touch it until something happens," because now something's happening, and they have to pick a position basically. And it will set precedent for every other case to follow. Yeah, so. I think honestly, I think it's going to catalyze yeah. it and backfire on them. Well, it's like what how how would we feel if some other state told us what we could do? They're not the f- I'm perplexed. <laughs> that's yeah, that's like if New Hampshire sued us over, you know, gay marriage back, you know, 10 years ago. It'd be like you don't have the right to do that because the federal government says so. It that'd be fucked. Is that <laughs> like a citizens arrest almost? Uh, yeah, it's like a, a whole state <laughs> arrest. <laughs> I'm citizens arresting all of you. Oh. <laughs> um, I wonder if you can bet on that in uh in Vegas, I wonder. Uh, you, if, I guarantee. No, you I wonder. Can. I wonder if you can like pick the order of the states that are going to legalize. Oh, and if you get it right, you win this big jackpot. Oh my goodness! It's pl- called playing the stock market. Got to <laughs> yeah. invest in marijuana companies. It's called Wall Street, man. <laughs> well, that was an, that was another thing too. Is the um, the dispensaries were having trouble getting funding from the banks. They yeah. just opened that up, I think. Yeah, they just said, well, they're still trying to work out all the bugs. There's certain companies that have been doing it. Um, you know, they, they use offshore banks, you know, yeah. and, and banks in like Venezuela and stuff. And th- I mean, there's ways around it that they've been using. I'm sure they've been very creative, but the government's trying to get in, in get into that because they don't want these these shops having all this cash floating around. You know, it's just asking to be robbed and... So, so there's some issues that they, you know, it's a growing industry. It's going to take a couple of years to work out all the bugs mm-hmm. in Colorado and Washington, Washington, especially. Mm-hmm. Has you know, seen that. Yeah. So, so I expect you're going to see a lot of the rules and regulations change and and get adapted over the next couple of years. But you know, you got to start somewhere. And you know, it's kind of like if you watch football. You know, the NFL, the rules were way different in, in the '70s than they are now, and and things are gra- gradually going to change, and and they'll be perfected eventually. But that's to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> and look at yeah. that—we ended up Go talking past. about weed the whole time. <laughs> no, it's just a little it. bit. Of time. <laughs> no, I think we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> it's I told Tom. To. Tom was like, so what are they? I was like, oh, they're like a magazine. He's like, oh. I was like, so it's like a pro-cannabis magazine. He was like, really? I was like, yeah. He's like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? Huh? All right, cool. It's a very well, interesting it's, topic. It's funny because when we started this, you know, we had a lot of people say, you know, you're going to run out of stuff to talk about. You know, <laughs> how are you going to continue the magazine when you run out of stuff to talk about about marijuana? And the honest to God truth is I have to really work to find things that aren't cannabis-related to put in the magazine because there's so much going on. I mean, we could fill the entire magazine with cannabis-related articles, and I really try not to do that. I don't want to... I don't want to be... I I never wanted to be another High Times or anything like that. You know, we always wanted to be... We always wanted to be our own little piece of pop culture. Here's a a question for you guys. 
Um, if they were to legalize marijuana, you know, for recreational use in Massachusetts, do do you feel employers still have the right to drug test against it and deny you employment? Well, it's the same thing as, you know, as an employer, you have the right to to require that your employees don't come to work drunk. Yeah. You know, I, I think you have the you have a right to test. Well, See, I would say under reasonable tough. cause, like if you come to work stoned every day. True. You know, then, you know, I have a right to fire you. Yeah. And, and if it's going to be a situation where you say, oh, well, I wasn't stoned. I'm just naturally stupid. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm, you're not I'm, drunk. I'm naturally you're slow stupid. and, and you're stupid. So, you know, then you can get into, you can, you can test somebody with reasonable cause. Um, the truth of the matter is they don't really test for marijuana a lot. When you go and do drug tests, most of the time they're not looking for people that smoke marijuana when yeah. they do those tests. I think this is part of the whole perfecting the system thing where you're going, you're going to have people who are inventing like breathalyzers, um, and tests that are much more accurate. So you can say, yes, this test proves that you smoked weed in the last eight hours or whatever it is. Whereas, you know, weed stays in your system much longer than alcohol or a lot of drugs, actually. Um, so, I mean, you could fail a drug test and have smoked three weeks ago. So it's it's part mm-hmm. of the process, I think. All right. I test all my employees. <laughs> <laughs> You're not smoking weed. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to All right, this week's picks of the week are brought to you by Berlin Shilliam's murder paint. Okay. It is a paint that if you murder somebody and you get blood on the wall, you just paint right over it. It's like it never happened. Lots of lead in that paint. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is for like no. on-site murders, yeah. not off-site murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't predict someone's, you know, wall color. Exactly. That'd be kind of tough. <laughs> oh, I mean, unless you're really quick, you get the swabs and you match it. Oh, uh, you know. oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You can actually hire staff to be there with you. Yeah, great. Yeah. I like this. No crime scene investigators finding that blood. Let me tell you. Good. Good All job. Right. For those of you who don't know, picks of the week are when we go out around the table and we talk about a pick of the week. What a concept. Uh, <laughs> Tom, go ahead. Um, all right, I'll go. Yeah, I told you to. Yeah, I know, but I thought about passing, but I'm not going to pass. Um, my pick of the week will be the uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas special. Oh, I didn't see that. No, that's a really good one. Uh, I, they did it like right around season three, four, and in my opinion, that's exactly where that show hit its stride. And did really well. And that, that show is so disturbing. Like I have such a hard time watching it, but it's so funny. Like I feel dirty after I oh, watch yeah. it. Oh yeah. Well, they like I just did heroin part. or something. You know? <laughs> they, they called it. They, they just when it first came out, didn't they describe it as Seinfeld, Seinfeld. on crack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like the, the the tagline to get people to watch it. Without the laugh track. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no laugh track. The laugh track. No <laughs> Kramer. Yeah. No Kramer. I guess. Imagine yeah. if Always Sunny had a laugh track. I feel like Charlie's kind of a Kramer though. Uh, a little bit. I could see that. Yeah, he's the. He's Kramer. a little more. As close as you could get on crack, maybe. <laughs> well, know. the only reason is because there's three guys and a girl. That's the only, I think, the only true, true similarity yeah. there. Um, but the Christmas special, very well done. And uh, it was, uh, to my surprise, Fred Savage was the one who had directed the uh, Christmas special and a ton of the other seasons of, yeah, of Sunny. Yeah, he did quite a few. He did a lot. And I got really curious about, like, I was like, I know he did a ton of stuff, a ton of other stuff. And I looked up his catalog and holy crap, he had touched every Disney show. That came through pretty much uh, in the early 2000s, uh, mid-2000s. Hmm. And I was like, oh, man, this guy's catalog is balling. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot. I just like that guy. Um, I watched. <laughs> I really like Fred Savage. I like Fred <laughs> Savage a lot. He's really funny. He's like the Pharrell of TV shows. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Fred. That's exactly right. <laughs> speaking of Fred Savage, Wonder Years, Joe Cocker, Joe Cocker. Rest yes. away. Yeah. Monday. Nice. So, That's a bummer. So you want to? So are you going to tell us what happens in the Christmas the sp- special? Or we just um, gonna... sure. Uh, they celebrate Christmas. Ah, oh, I knew it. Shit! You <laughs> said the c word. I, I, I already said it earlier, but that's what it's called. I can't help it. I can't help it. I said the c word. You just have to bleep it out. We're gonna have. Yeah, just bleep it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, cut it because I don't even want to have people even know I even said it. No. <laughs> no. 
My turn? It's your turn now. Um, I'm going to pick, you know, because it's been all over my frigging news feed, The Christmas Tree, a 1991 Canadian cult classic. It's, yeah. And I just said the word, too. No. Yeah. You guys well, are ruining it. It's the name of it. It's the name. But uh, have to be able to I honestly it. don't even know what the hell this movie is about. I I, I kind of got the gist. They These kids are in an orphanage, and the woman who's their caretaker is this horrible, horrible bitch woman. And they name a tree like Mrs. Goldfield or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, Close. And uh, the tree kills the old lady in the end, and Santa is demented. I've never seen this. I, I have to I, check this out, too. The animation is god-awful. Yeah, it's really the bad. The voice it's acting is god-awful. It's an animated 40-minute Italian cartoon imported to Canada. <laughs> it is brilliant. We put it on at the Christmas yeah, party. I know. That's where I watched it for It was the at the Christmas time. party. We had put it on. And uh, it's a spectacular, spectacular movie. That sounds right up Dave's alley. Oh yeah, it's oh, on. Yeah. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's and it's only forty-two minutes long. It's a treat. <laughs> it really is. I will have to check that out with the kids. Yes. Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's kid friendly for sure. No, it, we're not watching Rudolph. <laughs> we're watching the Christmas tree. <laughs> Rudolph's for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's such a pick, huh? Uh, that's got to be my pick. Yuck. Do we want to? Eh. I'll save it for after the picks. Okay. Uh, Dave, you got a pick for us? You know what? I have a pick, but this is something it, it's something I haven't seen. You can do that. But um I my pick for the week is the interview. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Based solely on the cause <laughs> that like and when the, everything came out where they're pulling the movie, they're pulling the movie. I my whole my whole thought concept since it started was this a publicity stunt? Me too. Somebody put yeah, yeah. Blanton posted that earlier today. As soon as it happened, I was like, "This is a PR stunt, yeah. dude." They're and just now they're reducing; this... they're going to be releasing it in select theaters on Christmas Day. So, yep. yeah. dude, the stigma's there now. Yep. Everyone has to see it. Oh, I got to mm-hmm. see what was so bad about this movie. And the movie's going to suck anyway. Oh, I guarantee it. well, what what I guess was happening before was, uh, and all the test audiences and all that stuff, the movie was not being accepted very well. Mm. The overall feedback was poor. Uh, so I'm not sure if you know. I don't doubt. Maybe what happened actually happened, but then I think that Sony saw this as an opportunity to go, oh, shit, okay, well, let's rethink this situation right now, and let's kind of, let's make something out of this that we don't necessarily... You so know, have to. So after the movie's out and everybody's seen it, and Seth Rogen's gonna be like, "Really, guys? You really thought North Korea was gonna tell us that you weren't allowed <laughs> to watch the movie? We got you. We got you good." <laughs> yeah, like I'm very, I'm, I'm excited to see what like the after credits thing that happens is. You know, mm. <laughs> like I just want to see something's got to be in there now. They got to put something extra in. You know, that's a brilliant PR stunt, though. Oh, they. That's like possibly. Well, that's like the thing that Jimmy. They spun something so well. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel did something similar. I don't know if you guys saw where the the girl was uh, in her dorm room Mm. and she starts twerking and she falls and hits the candle and her pants catch on fire and then it cuts. (laughs) Still not as good as this one. And then (laughs) Jimmy and then Jimmy Kimmel has her on the show and it turns out the whole thing was like, uh, you know. It's an experiment, basically. Experiment, yeah, and experiment. it just fucking spread like wildfire across yep. a, across the internet. Yeah, and then he revealed the whole video, and he was uh, in like the actual thing. Yeah, he was the one who puts the fire out. <laughs> yeah, that I was like a... I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like um, what was the horror movie that came out? Um, the the witch. Blair Witch? Blair. The Blair Witch. Oh, product. Blair Witch, yeah. And that was one of the worst movies I ever seen. It was all just a publicity stunt from the beginning of the concept of the movie till the end. It was all just a big marketing. Oh, and, yeah. And I respect Blair Witch, man. They they made that movie for $10,000. Yeah, and they've <sighs> they killed it. Oh they my killed God, it at the box so good. office and it was a it was not a scary movie. It wasn't even a good movie. Didn't matter. They just got people to see it. it. Yeah. Didn't they make a second one too? They did. I think they With made Jeffrey a second Donovan. and a third one actually. Oh I my god! Did they make yeah. a third? I don't know about that. <laughs> Blair shit. Witch in space. <laughs> yeah. Blair Witch versus Jason. <laughs> Winner takes Manhattan. <laughs> so yeah, that's my pick. Cool, Devin. I'm gonna go with this whole not not c word theme. Shit. Oh, oh, you almost said it. You almost messed up. (laughs) But it's going to be a winter theme, and it's it's not a new album, but it's not an old album, because, God, I hope the world's not moving that fast. An album that came out last year is already old. But uh, 
the uh, the Arctic Monkeys. I don't know if you guys like them at all. I've heard them and I, I like yeah. them, but I've never like actually like dove in, sat down. Yeah, d- had. Yeah, I'm not offended by them, so that's great. The new <laughs> Maybe album that's not is great. great. <laughs> what is it? Am is that, Am? Yeah, that album's great from beginning to end. Yeah, that's probably my favorite album in the last two years since the Black Keys started sucking. Basically, that's, <laughs> yeah, like, their last album was like Brothers. That great. Yeah, like Post Brothers and World After Brothers. You have the Arctic <laughs> the, Monkeys. The post uh, Brothers <laughs> World. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just solid album all the way through. It's probably one of my favorites in the last uh, several years, I think. We've used some of their music on the radio show, some of too. It. Yeah. Uh, Portugal the Man's been a, another consistent band at putting out like good, solid albums. Mm. But there's far and few between. I mean, with. I, with iTunes and the internet, it's so easy for people to just be one-hit wonders. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's the thing is a lot of the new shit that I hear on like WBRU or wherever it is, they've got one song. Yeah. I try and get into some other stuff, and I'm like, yeah. hey. are you uh, are you guys familiar yeah. with Folds? No. You should check Folds out. Yep. Holy Holy Fire. Okay. Great album. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good one. It's very dancey. Awesome. Not all of it. Uh, it's got dude. It's grooving. It's it's got I want to groove to it. It's got a good balance of like rock and ambient and dance. It's 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 fun for the whole fucking family. It really is. Great album. <laughs> Very non-offensive. Very you you're all about non <laughs> not offending people. Well, yeah, we c-word. I'm not offending anyone here. Fuck anyone who's offended. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. All right, uh do we want to play a game? Yeah. Do we want to play Mr. President? We got a, we got a quite a few people here. I think this is a good amount of people for Mr. President. All right, we'll play Mr. President. Uh, who do we want to be the president? Should we have Devin be the president? Mrs. President? Oh, God. oh we let a black guy be president for the past eight years. <laughs> Why not give a woman a shot? Sure. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, all right. So this you yeah. can pass if you want, but we're gonna force you to do that. Anyway. That's all right. Okay, yeah, great. It gets it gets it. pretty fucking intense. <laughs> um, so the object of the game is is you're the president, Devin. And uh, we're at a press conference, and Dave, myself, and Tom will be reporters, and we're going to ask you ridiculous questions that you have to answer. Shit. Dave's going to be too good at this. I can already tell. (laughs) All right. I haven't been drinking, so. Oh, yeah. You might be a little sour. Yeah. uh, uh, So basically, it's like whose line is anyway. The points don't matter. Whoever has the funniest (laughs) questions gets points. So my responses are not really significant? Well, the the responses are significant. You want to try to make them funny, but. But, the response right. is what uh, no hinges pressure. on the question being good. Okay. So Do I you have a preference in milk, Mrs. President? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and the rule is you have to say yeah. Mrs. President, Mrs. President. And then she calls on and you. And then once she says your name, once you you call on someone, then they can ask the question. Okay. All right, we got music. I'm going to play the yeah, music. Yeah, there's a loop. All right, All right. Here we go. Ready? Mrs. President, Mrs. President. Yes. Describe to me monosyllabically... Your drive over here. <laughs> Could you use that word Shit in a show? sentence? <laughs> Shit show. I, I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. President. Yeah. Mrs. President. Yes. Who is your favorite Backstreet Boy? I was always an NSYNC fan. Oh. I try not to take sides. <laughs> Mrs. President. Mrs. President. Yeah. Can you ride a donkey? Not this far north of the border. Next question. Mrs. President, Mrs. President? Yes. Do you prefer prefer boxers or briefs? Uh, boxer briefs. Oh! <laughs> Mrs. President, yes. Mrs. President, will you take a stance either way on anything? Yes. All right. I just did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. Next. Yeah, I, I don't have any good questions. Oh. I need, Dave, I need, you need booze. A, you need I a need drink. Booze. I've been. <laughs> Mrs. President, Mrs. President. Yes. Do you have any Jack Daniels in, in your purse? I keep that in the old office. <laughs> Mrs. President, Mrs. President. Yes. Never mind. Mrs. President. You've wasted my time. <laughs> Mrs. I'm president. Sorry, that was Mrs. Awful. President. Mrs. Yes. President. What is the status on extraterrestrial life? I'm not allowed to speak on the matter. Oh, come on! <laughs> Mrs. President, Mrs. President. Yep. What's the density of milk? <laughs> milk? It depends on what kind of milk. <laughs> uh, Mrs. President. Calves milk or breast milk? <laughs> human milk. <laughs> human milk. <laughs> the answer is human milk. Miss, Mrs. President, what is your stance on human milk? It should not be regulated. 
Should not. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Mrs. President, Mrs. President. Yes. Um, do you believe that Monsanto should have sole rights to all fruit, tropical or north of the tropics? Or otherwise. <laughs> or otherwise. No, I think they should only have the monopoly on northern fruits. Mrs. President, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what is your favorite fruit? I'm also not allowed to speak on that. Uh, oh. That's the end of Mrs. Pr- Mrs. President. <laughs> you don't even have, President doesn't have a favorite fruit? That makes me sad. That's like picking a favorite Backstreet Boy. I thought you already asked me that question. <laughs> oh, hey. nice. Is it Lance? President. Is it Lance? She, she wouldn't that was take in a sync, stance and on Yes, anything. that would have been my answer. Exactly, uh-huh. of course. Yeah, I know. I had to leap. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah, I didn't realize he was gay until I was about 13, and I was devastated. Oh, was he your favorite? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, he was your boy? It started a trend <laughs> now in my life. I've got many gay friends. Uh-oh. It was just at first. Just yeah. living vicariously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> what do you guys think of that band, The Sweet Release? They kind of suck, Speaking huh? Speaking of. I have not yet. You'll probably like it. All right. Um, so. Do I have to pick a winner? <sighs> yeah, go ahead. Actually, yeah. That's you know what? Idea. That's a good idea. You just solved the problem of this game. You have to pick who wins. <sighs> but I don't know. It's your idea. Problem. I know. You're the most undecisive person. I didn't want to be on the spot, so I had to put myself there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, now you have to pick who wins. All right. uh, You have to pick your secretary of state. Christopher Walken always wins. Yeah, but Walken wasn't here. He's always there in spirit. He's there in spirit. (laughs) He always wins. He's always the victor. Jim, for the extraterrestrial question. Oh, thank Uh, you. All right. All right. Fine. uh, It's an interesting relationship, me and... Extraterrestrial. You and ET. I am. <laughs> if I could speak on it publicly. I. I am. <laughs> you and me. I am fascinated by the whole thing, but I am absolutely terrified. Terrified by it at the same Did time. Did you hear what Stephen Hawking said recently? Yeah, they're it all going to come and He's kick like, our asses. You guys are stupid for even trying to yeah. get yourselves out there. It would be like the uh, with like, the Pilgrims yeah. landing in the exactly, in but the North America. Just annihilation immediately. <laughs> Not even a fucking hundred year span. That's there true. will be no casinos for us on the moon. No, they just they would just <laughs> need to watch us for five minutes before they decided, well, <laughs> yeah, we need to just handle these guys. That's right what now. that's what I was saying. I was like They're like bed bugs. I was like <laughs> Exactly. I was like, how it's I, I, I said if, if extraterrestrials visit the Earth, how are we supposed to explain things like Nicki Minaj and you know, fucking Jersey Shore. They'd probably Shore. get her, though, you know? I was They'd saying. Like, yeah, no, but what the hell is up with, you know, <laughs> Like, that one's fine. Cars. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> that one's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've been listening to The Studio Cellar. If you'd like more information, please navigate on over to www.thestudioseller.com or facebook.com slash The Studio Cellar. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on... Stitcher's been having problems. I know. I fucking hate it. I hope it burns in hell. Hey, you can't say that about... I can say whatever I want (laughs) about stupid Stitcher. Yeah, you can. I can. Um, Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, Actually, yeah. Let's let's talk about the next volume three is coming out. February 13th, Friday the 13th. Kill Bill, Volume 3? It's mm-hmm. going to be our Rock and Roll Masquerade Ball. We have Sasquatch and the Sickabillies headlining that mm-hmm. show. They uh, they sell out, I and, hear. Uh, Sickabillies? Yeah, like, not sell out, like, to the man. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You call them me sell out? A venue, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, venue. but we have them, they're headlining. We have Pals, and we have the Sweet Release all on that Those bill. guys suck. Yeah. Sweet uh, Release. <laughs> 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 but no, but they're friends of the show. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun Sometimes. time. We're doing that at the Fat Squirrel. So oh, if cool. you get a chance, come on down. And like I said, we only we only print five hundred of these magazines. Oh wow! They're, the rest of them. If you want to read thirteen folds, you got to go on thirteenfolds.com. The number thirteen, the word folds, not the number folds. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, and, today. and you can check out all of our magazines, all the all the old editions on there. Um, but if you want the real McCoy, you got to come to the event and get an actual print print edition. Cool. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's been thank fun. you for coming, Devin. Do you want to plug anything? It could be anything at all. Oh no, your presidential right. website. <laughs> <laughs> no, my campaign's not ready yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> A little preemptive, Tom. Uh, I will plug Second Class Cinema, um, the other radio show podcast we do where we review B-movies. 
Uh, we watch the movie, and then immediately we have a, a discussion about it. And uh, that's on iTunes and Stitcher as well, and YouTube. You guys should do like old school B movies. Oh, oh we, do. we do everything. Every, well, yeah. It's the only criteria is B movie, so right, it can awesome. be now. I mean, we just did um, the Santa Claus from 1959. Not the Santa Claus, just Santa Claus. It's like a Mexican <laughs> C-word movie. <laughs> Santa Claus, or that's Mexican German. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, we want in on some of that action. Let us know when you guys do one of those shows. Oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm going to plug the studio, www.turbulentstudios.com or facebook.com slash Studios. Working with those bastards, the sweet release, so I've just been shitting all over the last 15 minutes. <laughs> I actually love those guys, and I'm working <laughs> with them. Um, adapter, Adapter. We're playing at the Fat Squirrel, speaking of the Fat Squirrel, this Friday, the 26th, day after Christmas. It's a free show. It's going to be out of control, so get down there. Wait, there's no control? There is going to be no control. I can't go if there's no control. Shut up. Okay. All right. You <laughs> I'll were, be there. You were dancing out of control at the Christmas party this weekend. You were indeed. I, that I is, witnessed it. I, uh, all right. I never dance, ever. At the C-Word party, by the way? Yeah, the C-Word yeah, party. The, I got yeah, you the... both on that, man. Jesus. Come on. Jesus, I'm so disappointed C-word. in the professionalism. Man. I know. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I'm going for non-offensive. <laughs> yep. So Fat Squirrel, that starts at 8. It's free show. And the Fat Squirrel is awesome. If you guys haven't been to Fat Squirrel, and I know Dave and Devin have been there and Tom. We've all been there. Yeah, I've been there. It's actually a really it's cool spot. Cool spot. Yeah. And uh, also the Adapter Adapter album, that'll be uh, released eventually. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, Plug I'm, away, dude. I'm almost, I'm almost done <laughs> mixing it. Um, but I'm just one of those people where I'll finish mixing it and I go, I don't like this, and I'll do it again. Don't so, sit on it too long. I'm not, I know. I got. I can't do that. Don't be like me with the zombie apocalypse short. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that was like that. that was like two years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Year and a half. All right. Anyways, thanks guys. Appreciate it. Thank we will you. talk to you later. I am Jim. I am Tom. And remember, I cannot understand why all of you people smell like baloney. Oh. This studio s- seller with a 12 folds magazine and Christopher Walken. I would love to have Christopher Walken on the show. He just was. Yeah, what are you um, talking about? Yeah. Oh. Walken's always got a shit on the magazine every time he's on the radio show. Like he when shits he on the best. magazine. He does. Yeah. He wipes his ass with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't tell because it's on air. Yeah, it just sounds like crinkling.